0: Fanatically Correct, brought to you by us, fans like you, but mostly us. In a dark corner of the world, three men will work together to bring you a podcast like no other. This is Fanatically Correct, where the fans, the geeks, and the nerds are always correct. With your host, MSK. Yo Peace and Omega.
1: Um yeah, Fanatically Correct. It's been a minute or a second or a week or a month. Or whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. I think it's been the, like the kids, two months, three months. The kids so. the kids today say. <laughs> yeah. Um this Fanatically Correct. I am your host, Omega. Yo Peace. And we're going to go ahead and start off with uh, some apologies. This is probably going to be a pretty rough episode uh, for multiple reasons. So in advance, apologies for coughs, sneezes, profanity. Uh, oh, we won't apologize for spoilers because we're warned before we start on the spoiler stream, you know, of the non-stop spoiling oh, of that. today's yep. topic. So, uh, but yeah, in advance, uh, apologies for a rough episode more or less one of those reasons our technical department uh has had a uh a new addition to their family so things are more complicated for the technical department. congrats
0: Yay. congrats congratulations i'd Brilliant. share the
1: baby's i'd share the baby's name because it's it's in so many ways uh iconically uh, uh nerdy but I'll, I'll let msk uh, uh share that when uh, he's on again because it has multiple angles of the of things we watch in the nerd verse um, I mean, it's a solid name. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm just saying that it also has to uh, happens to be the name of characters in certain shows and and movies that are iconic. So I, I love the name. It's, it's a so name.
0: it's uh, Bruce Wayne.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's uh, a it's uh no, what's uh <laughs> from Die Hard? It, it's John McCain. John McCain. Uh, John McCain MSK. Like he named is it. <laughs> Jay's Bond. I'm sure a lot of people think MSKs are his initials. So yeah, we'll just say K. It's it's a John McClane K. James Bond K. <laughs> it's like a really long name. It's like it's like we know there's like Spanish names and like have five fifteen last names. Yeah, it's all it's put Bruce together. Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, James Bond, Christopher Nolan, uh, Jack <laughs> Ryan, Jack Ryan, and Scarlett Johansson. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh man! And then so, the last name. Yeah, so there's the starters with that technical department might not be able to get around to editing this, so you're getting all of this rough, or at least somewhere in the middle when the spoilers start. Uh, today's topic is Watchmen, the series on HBO, oh, yeah. and uh, MSK hasn't jumped on that yet, so obviously he won't be listening to once we get into the spoiler parts of the series. So yeah, again and last time, apologies for uh, the roughness. This will be a rough. Watchmen, Roughman is what this will, Ruff. will be. Roughman, Ruff. rough.
0: Ruff. So, well, wow, that joke, uh, that joke is really bad. Let's just yeah. let's leave it there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretend that was edited out, audience. That was <laughs> 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 fast forward or something. I don't know. Uh. So yeah, we're gonna talk Watchmen the HBO series. It just wrapped up. Uh, Yo, Peace and I have uh, one of the few shows that we just got to watch weekly. Uh, for myself, Mr. Robot is another one. And hopefully soon I'll get around to uh, that with uh, MSK because that's about to season. Actually, series finale very yeah. soon. And Yeah, uh, maybe and, later I, later and, later. and I
0: have not seen it. I, I'm personally behind like two, three seasons, so I'm, I'm not even sure anymore.
1: I don't think you're that, that far behind, but yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> but now you'll get to binge it through. You know, be one of those days where, right? you know. The Rarity, and just sit there and just non stop watch. So, yeah, we're gonna get into the Watchmen series. A little bit of quick catch up, we know it's been uh, a bit since we recorded. Uh, quick uh, responses uh, Mandalorian, fantastic. Yo, piece? Your yes, oh, yes, I agree, fantastic. I agree 100%. Uh, the, the Boys, fantastic,
0: fantastic. Uh,
1: Disney, Disney Plus, uh, recreating life and bringing back childhood. Uh, yep, X Men, <laughs> uh, uh, Gargoyles. Gargoyles, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's just uh, and Mandalorians is great. I mean, it's but yeah, Disney Plus just is just dropping so much on that uh, on that stream. It's uh, it's doing pretty good. So yeah, we got Star Wars is about to come out. So hopefully we'll have a uh, a Star Wars EP as well. And uh, there's gonna be plenty to to nerd about. And just a reminder, soon uh, in a few weeks is also Stan Lee's birthday. So it would it be a sport your Marvel, sport your comic book, sport your you know nerd comic book love. Uh, day basically in the the month of December, which I think is a fantastic thing, because you know the December is about family, and you know it's a month because of all the holidays that yeah, yeah, it's perfect
0: traditions. And I'm telling you, we need we need a day we need a day off with it.
1: Honestly, yeah, they should that and, and and Super Bowl uh a Sunday, which is just you know. Like I mean, nobody cares about it anymore. Just they want the day off.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty
1: much. Because uh, nine out of, nine out of ten Super Bowl parties you go to, nobody's watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone gathers around for the halftime, and for the and this halftime is what Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Um, mm-hmm. So everyone gathers around for the halftime, and everyone gathers around for the commercials. The actual game, um, I think, like seventy five percent of people don't really watch. Yeah,
0: well, it. just uh maybe just the fans of of whoever's playing, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe. Uh, it's a Sunday, man. There's a lot of good things on Sundays, especially now. I mean, this uh, you got the crisis thing going on. Uh, we'll talk talk about that here and there. I'm sure you're not getting on that yet, uh, which I probably don't. I would tell the fans wait till January so you can just knock it out in a five. It's five episodes only, so to to watch three in a row. I mean, unless you're caught up on the Arrowverse and you're a weekly watcher of all these shows and you know continue doing what you're doing, but if you're just tuning in for Crisis, wait till mid January when it's all. Wrapped up all five episodes and.
0: Uh, you, in. you lost me. What were we talking about again?
1: <laughs> Crisis on Infinite
0: Earth. <laughs> Oh, that yeah. Because well,
1: well, well, in sure. fairness, Watchmen's a DC <laughs> property. That's a DC property. And just to bring up some stuff, uh, HBO. Speaking of DC properties, Watchmen's not the only one. They are picking up two shows that somehow are spinning off of the Arrowverse on CW. Are going to be HBO shows.
0: Uh, I mean, well, sure. one's gonna be okay, One's gonna go be a, one's gonna
1: be a yeah, well, one's gonna be a Green Lantern series that on HBO. I think is a good idea because I don't think it focuses on one particular Green Lantern. It's gonna be very Games of Thrones ish in the sense of it's gonna tell multiple stories streaming across, you know, uh, spanning across the galaxies and universe. Of the Green Lantern. So yeah, they'll probably focus mostly on Earth because less CGI and that's the most relatable uh, to the audience. So right. you'll get the Hal Jordan and the Guy Gardners and, and of course my favorite Jon Stewart. Um, you'll, you'll get into all of that. So I think that has a lot of potential. And then there's another show that's their answer, DC's answer to the What If of um, Marvel. It's uh-huh. an antholo- anthology series. I don't remember the name of it now, but I know that the first season's all about Booster Gold. Whether he remains the main character throughout the series or not, um, they're using him to jumpstart that series. But, I mean, it's going to be a while before these shows come out. But they're all going to be, the reason I'm bringing them up, they're all getting hinted at some, at some point within the Crisis, um, you know, a miniseries that they're doing on CW. Right. And, of course, it's, it's doing and everything. Basically, what DC's done is saying everything outside of certain films, because I'm not going to spoil that, but there are certain DC films that have now been brought in, to the multiverse of the DC Arrowverse. Mm -hmm. So they're basically saying all universes with the exception of certain uh, films, obviously the most recent ones, they're not going to bring that into it at all. Um, And then certain uh, other ones um, aren't included as of yet. I don't know. It hasn't finished yet. But uh, they did bring in some films. They bought in pretty much almost all the shows. Shows that I didn't even know Worked with DC in any fashion. Um, they they it got to me. It's a little weird, but uh, yeah, they brought in they brought in a couple of other shows that aren't the typical DC heroes that we know about. So it's it, it's something, you know. It's it's uh it's definitely no Watchmen. It's definitely no Boys. It's uh, definitely no Umbrella Academy. It's definitely no anything. Um, but it's uh it's worth watching. They're they're going big, you know, bringing in a lot of cameos, a lot of uh, little. Finishing storylines. Um, I'm looking forward to it because I know. Uh, well, actually, you know, it's in it. Uh, My Flash, John Wesley ship, the original Flash, who right. plays the Flash's father in the series. Um, they bring back that Flash. That that Flash, which they had already done before yeah, uh, in the Arrowverse. They but they're going to be do a, uh, some more of it. And they do a little Easter egg and a note drop to the original series of the Flash. So it's a total nostalgia thing as well. It's, it's fan service. And uh, it's rushed. I think it should have been an eight-parter um because you could feel the rushness of it but it's you know it's an hour TV five times in, you know in a row uh probably worth doing uh I don't think I'll put that as the necessity and we'll actually do something different um we're kind of gonna start with a necessity We said we're, that we're before. Of that. I always say this. We're going to do something different. We're gonna do something <laughs> different. You know what's going to be different when I say we're not going to do something different. Uh, <laughs> when I don't say it. Because even then saying it will still be the...
0: Yeah, but, that's true.
1: So, But yeah, this is actually different in our formatting. Where we always end with a necessity. Right. So hopefully we'll remember at the end we'll remind the necessity. But obviously, um, because it's Watchmen, you know, we got to say it. You know, the comic books, the movie. What would you do first? The comic books, then the movie, or the movie, then the comic books?
0: I, um... I probably what would did you do, do? obviously the comic book and then the movie.
1: Is is that what you personally did, or like did you? Yeah, so and then so actually?
0: comic books. Um, I did it late. To be honest, I think I did the comic books bef- uh almost before the movies came out. So I did it really late. Yeah, I uh, did the. Uh, I did
1: the movie
0: first. You did the movie first, yeah. So I did yeah. the comic books before the movie came out. Um, but. I think I think doing the comic book it's better I, I I think it's better in in that sense. I don't know how I would have felt watching the movie. Like did you did you go back and had see, to understand I, it?
1: Yeah, see that's what I was going to say is that it, what you're touching on right there is I'm not sure. I don't think I would. I think if I would have read the comic book and then then saw the film, I yeah. would have been okay with it. I don't think I would have right. had any issues with the movie, but I'm pretty, I'm positive for sure I didn't because I didn't. So the movie just of course. blew my mind. I thought it was fantastic. There's a lot of split between fans as to whether the film actually holds up to the comic book. And a lot of people were just, you know, the, the, and back then. Of course, people were always disappointed. Yeah. 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 The trolls weren't as bad back then because the internet and, you know, a lot of the social media did not exist back then. So it was not as bad. Uh, I'm sure it'd be a lot louder. vocally now i know a lot of people say the director's cut is better Mm because it is closer to the comic book Uh, i still i don't remember seeing the director's cut i don't think i have um and i'm not sure and maybe msk has seen it um when he comes on about this obviously we'll go back to watchman after he watches it um maybe not do a whole episode but we're gonna obviously talk about it but i don't remember they do the pirate story because there's a whole pirate thing that uh that, you know, actually it's Easter egg, uh, in the in the series and I think it's Easter egg in the film as well. But I'm yeah. not sure if the director's cut has a whole thing about that. I just know that the director's cut um is closer to the ending, uh, in some of the specifics as the comic book. Uh outside of that, I, I still feel that it captured what, you know, what the ending's supposed to be and it captured the, the the mentality uh and the and the thought process of the story that they're telling. So for me I don't think I would have had an issue with it. But I know a lot of people wanted it to be like spot on specifically yeah uh, to I book. I
0: didn't have an issue with it I think it, it worked perfectly for the film um, and it kept it more more grounded you know it um, I know it's a comic book and I know we're living in this fantasy but for the movie visually at that time it worked better and the story yeah. w- whatever they did with the movie the ending that they did with the movie I, I felt was better in my, in my, in my point of right, view, okay. it was better for, for uh, visually, you know, yeah. like trying yeah. to explain, trying to explain that, that, uh, I mean, I don't want we yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, yeah we're going to get into spoilers soon.
1: Yeah, once we get to spoilers, we'll get a little bit more detailed. Right. It, but yeah, I I get, I get what you're saying there. But, but trying to explain
0: off, that in, in yeah. a movie visually for people that are not fans, that would have been yeah. that would have been crazy for people that don't yeah. even know about the comic book, you know? Like yeah. what? Yeah what am I walking into? What is this? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel for, for the necessity I would I would strongly recommend at least watch the movie Yes. Um, it's a little bit less commitment than a whole volume. Uh, Watchmen is a one single volume. That's what's beautiful about the series is that it's an extrapolation, uh, a continuation yeah. basically of the details of the comic book. However, it's a, a full volume. So you got to read it you know, all the way through uh, to get it. I think the film, even though it's a long film, I feel um, it gears you up to then watch a series. And it's probably a quicker way to get into it i would strongly recommend if you know especially if you're listening to this episode i mean what what are you doing we're about to spoil uh, Watchmen yeah. insanely in a little bit and um so if you're gonna check out because we're just gonna do a quick basic review um then you're good uh and again that's why the necessity were being said watch at least the film first then you could jump straight into the series just acknowledge that a lot of details are going to be different because the theatrical release of the film at least it's um Definitely it's does a lot, have a
0: lot of detail. yeah it's a lot like especially that that's i mean they're gonna be confused they're gonna have to go back yeah. and do some research on their own on their own, yeah. that's just the bottom line if if yeah. if you jump from the film to the to the actual um to the actual uh series like not, not, not the not the comic book, but the HBO series, then you're going to be confused. I'm, I'm yeah. just being straight up. You're going to be confused. I,
1: I, I say indulge in the full experience, and I would personally, the strongest recommendation I make is if you're going to really nerd it up, just dive in, watch a theatrical version, uh-huh. read the comic book, watch the director's cut, jump into the series yeah. yeah and especially with all that fresh under your belt you're gonna I mean there's things that I find about because I watch YouTube afterwards and they point out a lot of the Easter eggs um you know if you really want to nerd it up know those Easter eggs go in already prepared with all of this fresh off you know you uh, you know fresh on your mind and enjoy catching it yourself you know it's like playing a video game without a walkthrough you know what I mean so much More enjoyable when you do it yourself, you know, as opposed to like just regurgitate and just do the step by step process that was already shown to you. Right. Um, Is what I would recommend.
0: I know I know it's harder. It's it's easy for us to say, go get the comic books because, I mean, you got to pay for this. Right. And there's always means and ways of doing it. But the, the re- realistically, you're going to watch the movie and watch the series because that's just the easiest yeah. way of doing it.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what most people are going to do. If you can't nerd it up, I, I feel that's a strong enough base. It's going to pique your interest and you're going to probably go on YouTube or then do the research after because you're going to want to know right, right. all these little Easter eggs and tidbits that they're yep. putting in the series because they pay a lot of homage and also do a lot of fan service. So mm-hmm. these are great writers and creators. A quick review uh, before we uh, give the uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, is uh, That's my favorite voice. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Obviously, if we're doing this episode, it's a fantastic show. Uh, yes. I've said it on. Uh, I was the one posting most of our commentary on Instagram about it. Just a you know one or two things, and you know basically because two of the episodes, uh, I would say you know spoiler free, uh, that those are two of the best hours of film and television of 2019, easily yes and i'm watching a lot of great shows mr robot is a great series vikings just came back i haven't dove into it yet but i know that's a great series uh you know we had great movies this year you know between you know Endgame and uh you know just so much you know nerd joker the boys yeah boys the joker oh wait, wait you know wait until we get into a joker episode because that's gonna we're gonna really dive into that joker's a great great film and uh you know we were expecting and hoping for it to be a lot of people went in there pessimistic Box office was not wrong. Uh, it, it this is a that is a great film, but with so much out there, um, I'm still saying strong that these are two of the best, not the best um, of the best. So you know, wrap it up within maybe 20 hours for 2019. If you can only watch 20 hours of uh, of film or television this year, episode six and episode eight of Watchmen are definitely in there because just as story itself, the way they present the episodes, cinematography. Uh, the filming, the, the story, acting,
0: the story, like the
1: stories, just everything about those episodes just are mind blowing, and that's only because those are the two best. The whole series is excellent. Episodes one through nine, it is great, it is fantastic. You will not regret it. That's my stance. Any details you'd like to give that aren't uh, spoiler details? Your piece.
0: No, it's. I mean, you you know the man. Like, it's. Yeah, I was mind blowing for me, man, and I couldn't believe what I was watching. At some points, I was like, I just couldn't believe it, like, because apart from being fan base and all this, it was like a new. Oh man, I I just don't want to give anything away. It is way. it's a
1: fresh it's a fresh perspective. It's, a, it's, it's a lot. Yes, yeah, it's a, it's a lot like Westworld was. Um, I can compare it a lot to Westworld because it's the same thing. It's very it's taking. A, a story that we know—it's not a full reboot because Westworld's like a reboot, a remake of a story. Right. Uh, this is a continuation, extrapolation of. But it, it is like Westworld. It's a fresh, new look at film, you know, at, at television, at, at a story. At you know, it's not at all, and that—that's something we're gonna do too. It's like like the boys, like Umbrella Academy, like Doom Patrol, like so much superhero stuff that's being done right now. They're getting good out of the stuff, box, like really. Like, good yeah, like things, the Joker. Like... Yeah, like the Joker, they're doing something different and different yeah. from what's different. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of the Joker and they're, they're all not doing the same thing as each other. They're all doing their own different take on telling superhero stories because they know nobody wants to see superheroes, but we don't want to get that, at, you know, that they're not the, the, you know, the just the over, you know, the overbearingness of just too much superhero of getting the, you know, just the you know, we don't want too much of it. You know what I mean? We just want to relax and, and not get overindulged. And it's it's just great storytelling. Um, and you can look at it, especially Watchmen itself as a non superhero show and the way they tell things. It, it, yep. I mean, just it's beautiful in, in some episodes. I mean, this that's the word I have to use: beautiful. It, there's there's beauty in in some of these episodes. So, um, definitely a must watch if you have even a little bit of nerd in you, you will enjoy this series it's that simple and um i know there are just things we're dying to get detailed about so here we go this is the warning spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert we're gonna dive in let's do this let's Uh, go we'll we'll start i have i have my favorite episode um you know and and, and i think we just go into our favorite episodes first but i there's obviously i said six and eight i'm pretty sure aside from the looking glass episode which i think is four is that episode four? Or that uh, might have been episode five. That I might have been episode so. five. Well, four or five, but the Looking Glass episode is a fantastic episode. Uh, obviously, uh, between six and eight, which is your favorite?
0: Man. Um, I have a, I
1: have a definite favorite. Mine is definitely eight, like, for sure. But six is fantastic. But you, six but is mine
0: You want, like, like so you won the favorite, favorite episode of the whole season? Yeah, man, that is such a tough one because really. Well, I tell you what, because nine was really good, and but yeah, it was a great closing for eight. eight. I think eight was has to be my favorite one. Like, I enjoy eight so much. Everything that happened on eight was such a. Oh man, I think you said it best. It was, and this is for spoilers alert. It was the one of the best love stories yes uh on tv
1: yeah yeah hands down hands and and i'll tell you in 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 nerdism and this is what i said on i think on instagram if not i might have said it on whatsapp uh in one of the groups or between us but in 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 sci-fi in comic book. And let me tell you now, there's a lot of good love stories out there, obviously. Han Solo, Leia is, is is a nerd tradition, but it's not really... It's not like the best told love story. It's a good love story. It's an iconic one. You know, I love you. I know. Uh, but it's not like a, a told. Told, I think, Highlander, the first film, uh, yeah. the original, that story of him staying by her side... Forever, while he's immortal and she ages, she gets yep. old, and he stays with her, and her never telling him what happened to her, guy, with the, what with, with to her this guy, with this guy villain, yeah, um and all of that. It, it, the way it's presented and the queen song—I mean, how that's pretty much the only thing this episode is missing is a queen song. Uh, but <laughs> even then, the music that they use is genius because, like, I'll be honest—that's one thing HBO does great—is they're really good at using music and scores to tell their stories. And like, MSK is going to nerd out about that like crazy when uh, he he gets in on this. But, you know, that's all it's missing is a Queen song to so like completely yeah. over the top. But yeah, out of all the love stories that I know, that I remember from side, I'm and,
0: sorry, but just to cut you off, mm-hmm. but there is a song in it.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, though, with The Tunnel of Love, right?
0: Yeah, which is, it's, man, it's, oh my God. It, it it's was genius. Sh- I'm Did sorry, you, I had to interrupt you because that song was just like... Oh, right, yeah, you had to bring it up. But that's what I was... Worked. Yeah, I, I used, you're, you're really good at
1: that, and especially the lyrics and the harmony and the way they present the episode. So, I mean, back to it, but like that's what I was saying, Highland is the only other one that comes close. This, by far, uh, and we're going full-out spoilers, so it's, it's what I got to say. The fact that, you know, the story itself, he loved her. And that's what I love about episode season 9 completely wraps it up they don't go back on it they went for it you know and that's that's the thing i was a little worried i'm like nah it's hbo they're not gonna was that yeah. maybe maybe they do save him maybe just this one episode's gonna be good and the finale's gonna kind of like ah you know would have been better they just would have stuck to it um no they they stuck to it yeah their yeah. relationship ends tragically the tragedy it's his end dr manhattan is dead i mean that's it i hope no one was jumping around on the podcast we will give the minutes (laughs) that were (laughs) We're safe or weren't safe if you just heard that oh i'm you know i'm not sorry you should know better um dr manhattan is dead uh number one now going to the comic book for a second to continue with this series you gotta kill off a dr manhattan yes that's too much everyone talks about superman a cop out no 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 Dr. Manhattan is (laughs) the cop-out. It's God. It's a God. It's like that. There's no fighting him at all. He could be everywhere at once. He is everywhere at once. He could create. He can destroy. He can like... There's no... No. You can't have Dr. Manhattan be a main character in a series and there be... Conflict. I mean, that's a great challenge to figure out which is what they did. How did they take Dr. Man out of the equation? And
0: this is what they did. And yep. I
1: remember at the end, and that's what made episode seven great. Episode six, that's why I love they didn't do that reveal. Episode six
0: to... was pretty good too, man. Oh it was my it God. was genius.
1: It was genius, but if they had done the reveal in episode six somehow and rushed that, it would have ruined episode six oh, because yeah. it would have taken away everything that episode six was. Episode seven felt almost like a filler because it was coming after episode six, of which course. is fantastic the way they told the story there. But that reveal at the end, and I'm sure like you and I'm sure like the rest of the audience, we already knew before she hit him in the head with the hammer who he yeah. was. Yeah. We knew the moment that Lady True said, I just said, Dr. Manhattan is a human walking among us. Flinch. And you didn't ask who. Yeah. And that from that moment on, everyone's going, no way, no way. Yeah, no way. No way. And and, and in my head for a second, I'm like, maybe he's the kid because I'll get back to that in a second (laughs) again with the kid in episode nine, too, because I feel something's going to happen with the kid with the son of the, the adopted kids. But I'm like, nah, it's going to be the husband. I'm like, I already knew that this guy was too big, uh, about to blow up actor. Yeah. He's a great actor and like such a small part. And like, yeah, maybe season two or three, he blows up into yeah. a bigger part or whatever. But I was like, no. no, no, we all knew it. We're like, no way, no way. It's, <laughs> it's her husband, no way, no way. And you're watching the whole time they're building up. She goes to the kitchen and while she's talking, it's time to go. They're like, no way, this is not happening. There's no yeah. way Dr. Manhattan's in this freaking show. And it just, and, and I mean, it just, the reveal, was genius, and you're just sitting there going, "Oh my god, I cannot wait to see episode eight. I can't wait." So that's already hard because you give a huge reveal, and now you have to deliver on the next episode because everyone's coming for that next episode, extremely excited. Yeah, to see Doctor Manhattan, mm-hmm. and then they blew our freaking minds and give us an episode that, uh, man. I mean, I'm gonna I'll pause in a second so I can get to all kinds of talking, but I gotta give. If I have to take five of the best episodes ever in sci-fi and comic books, whatever, two of them off the top of my head, I will give one. Um, I know uh, Yo Yopi's wife's going to appreciate this. It's from a show called Angel, which came out of the Buffy, the Vampire Slayer universe, where there's an episode where, spoilers, if you haven't seen Angel or you're seeing it or whatever, um, where they trick, uh, and I know you don't care, uh, they trick <laughs> <laughs> they, they trick uh, Angel because he has a, a, an alter personality and jealous, and the whole episode's one of these... Complete twist at the ends, basically like a matrix, where the whole episode's fake because it was tricking him into believing he was happy, so he would then turn into his alter ego. Great episode. Just great all the way through. My probably my favorite episode before this, um, is another episode from Star Trek Next Generation. There's an okay. episode where John Luc Picard is getting tortured by a Cardassian. It's an incredible episode of television. It's a lot of one-on-one acting. It's uh you know, a torturer, tortury relationship. And, and, and it's one of the best performances by uh, Patrick Stewart ever. Uh, but this is definitely in that realm of these type of episodes that stand alone, give you the greatest acting, greatest... But everything about it, the format is genius. It jumps around in time, easy to follow, though. A lot of hints and cues throughout. And just when I was going to get into the love story, and then I'm going to pause and let you attack it for a bit, is that when it's all said and done, and through episode nine, and the finale, the love story itself, and that's what we're talking about is so great because he was willing to die to let all of this happen just to have those 10 years with her and when he says his last things to her when she says where are you and he says i'm living the 10 years all at once yeah it's just like i mean man i, I i'm not lying i was a little watery eyed i wasn't watery eyed in episode a it's just so moving it is like, and even my wife, who's not really into the show, liked that episode, liked that moment. You know, she did, of course, the ah, you know what I mean. Like, it just yeah, it, it was just it's such a beautiful moment, incredible dialogue, and just the thought of that—if that's how much he loved her—is that it was worth all of that just to have those ten years. Those
0: ten years, yep. yep. And now react,
1: because I mean, this is so much. I mean, go nuts! Like,
0: <laughs> no, you're you're right. You're uh, absolutely right. Um, everyone, I'm sure everyone has their, uh favorite episode on any TV show yeah. um, I'm not gonna say this is gonna be uh, it's gonna go up the, the list for you maybe that show holds more of a value for you but if you mm. sit back and you watch this whole thing portrayed yeah, in front of your eyes and you're going to and, you, and you're going to sit there and I'm, I'm sure the ones that are listening now you saw this go mm. think about it think about the writing The, 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 every single word, it it was almost like, it was almost like a, apart from being a genius, it was almost like a perfect episode, man, because every, I think every line was so deep, so, especially on episode eight, it's like everything that was happening and going back and forth and the explanation on how he actually lives and the explanation of how, you know, like the love to go into episode nine and those words what he said to her like man like he literally no, just he sacrificed 10 years of his life just to be happy just to be yeah. happy at the end because the end is what made it for him like the end for him was i'm living it all right now this is it this is my moment this is i'm gonna live every single 10 year, bro think about that Every single second, every single... Millisecond of those 10 years he's living it all in once, and that moment no, is mean, when it's, he's, it's incredibly he's the most happiest right there, right there yeah. before he dies. No,
1: I mean, it's so incredibly metaphoric. Um, most likely, we'll do a supernatural episode yourself and I, uh, as well. We're big supernatural fans. MSK has not gotten into the series at all. If he thinks he's gonna binge 15 or 16 seasons it's at some luck. point, maybe in the retirement home <laughs> when yeah. he's much older, but regardless, and the reason I say metaphoric is that's one of the things they do with like their version of heaven. And that's a lot of people's version of heaven is that you relive your happiest moments for eternity. Now, if 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 moments are your last moments, that's your eternity. That's what he did. He was experiencing heaven upon his death. And that's just so metaphoric. You know what I mean? For for a, a being like that, you know, that he's, you know, living all the good at once. It's yeah. just like, you know, it's again beautiful. It's it's just a beautiful moment in, in film and television, um, ever captured. And you just I mean, uh, again, in case there's any static on the mics or day I just I'm just gonna throw it out there again, one more apology, um if this is a rough episode. Uh but Which is which great. is I know it is, but I don't care. Here we go. Yeah, are. I know. <laughs> uh, but the content is what matters here. Uh, but yeah, and here's the thing. Episode 8 and Episode 6, the, the two things they both have in common. Um, even the Looking Glass episode where they go back into his background. But specifically yeah. 6 and 8, they they format very differently. They don't tell you beginning, middle, end. They jump around. One is yes. because of memory, uh, and it has to do with flashbacks, and it's mixing some of her memories, some of her grandfather's childhood memories, uh, and then mixing it into his predominant, you know, the, the the memory of the time that matters when he became Hooded Justice and became the hero that starts all, that sparks Which, all the other heroes. so smart, so smart. Uh, and, but specifically Detail is eight, because that's where we started, because I think that's your favorite episode too. That's my favorite episode. This series by far is already one of my favorite television series of all time for me. Other people might watch it, a year later feel different. Um, as of right now, I won't. I mean, unless they completely ruin it in, in, in a season two. Uh, and one thing I'll say about that is that Season one was so smart, like Westworld, I'll give that example, because it gave me enough closure that if for whatever reason they can't move forward and get us more seasons, yeah, I'm good. I yeah. didn't, It wasn't such a crazy cliffhanger that my imagination can't fill the rest, and I'm done like, man, like because I hate when a show, and unfortunately it happens every once in a while, they give you that massive cliffhanger and they don't get picked up. And it's like, what did I just watch this for? Yeah. You know, and then you have audacity to put it back out and stream like oh yeah watch this great show that never got made again and guess what you're gonna get screwed on the cliffhanger like no this was done so well that I don't have to have a second season but it's done so well I desire I want that second season you know so it's it's just genius they did a great job in in closing that so getting back to episode 8 and as a season as a whole is what that episode does completely retells the format it takes the concept of you know, which they explain a little bit in the film, uh, and they a little bit more in the comic books of Dr. Manhattan's ability to be not ability, but he is. He exists yeah, throughout yeah, his yeah. He, well basically. He exists through his entire time stream all at once. Yeah. And the only other thing I've seen really detail it the way this has was the movie The Arrival with Amy McAdams. Yes. Where the alien race comes and that's what yeah, it's, yeah. you know, spoiler alert, um, that's what it's about. <laughs> this alien race gives you the ability uh to live your whole time stream relevantly so you just jump from your beginning of your time stream to the end of your time stream at any point but then using that to affect your time stream which i'm gonna get to something real quick that was genius and i love the way they did it because he's always existed everywhere at once Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but never he's never affected like in other words he's always taken effect he's never been the effector when he does that that he's never experienced a paradox that's so crazy. the moment that was just my, the way the paradox happened that it actually blew his mind of like huh and 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 again it was one of those moments you're like oh no oh no like you already knew it as she's saying it ask him how he knew you know this guy was you know was part of the you know the, the corruption and yeah. was you know and, and uh, had the the you know the KKK or whatever yeah, she, hoodie, t- the thing as and, yeah. and, and as she's saying you're like wait a minute um he's you in the just past <laughs> you just create it and and, 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 and I love it because you're thinking like oh man they're making a time travel mistake here and they do and because he's never experienced a paradox and he just woke up so he's not really 100% himself, himself to think about the ramifications of what's happening which allows it all to happen uh, he goes huh which came first the chicken or the egg I love all the egg I love all the egg uh, on top of that the yeah. egg uh, symbolism and it's metaphors eggs everywhere. Exactly, yeah. Eggs, oh my god, it's it's egg salad. But yeah, it's for real. He just goes, you know, like it just the way he reacts to the paradox is the way anyone, like, huh? Oh, well, that just happened, yep. and there's no one doing it now because he yeah. doesn't time travel. That's what I love about it. He doesn't time travel. He exists through his time stream, pretty much. So others affect him. So she affected. She's the paradox. Not yeah, pretty much, him.
0: <laughs> pretty much, and that's She's...
1: and that's what I love about it. And, and they did that, and then you know, just but. because Just moments like that, it was so easy to follow, you know, and and they they did it. And back and forth, like the moment. And then you love it because like Easter eggs within its own episode. And I felt like it was an Easter egg from something I've been reading for years, you know, like the moment with the, huh, somebody's telling me now. Yeah, somebody sent me this. I I have a lot of imagination, you know, and it's like they just went back to something that was only happened 30 minutes ago. And I feel like I just got a two year long Easter egg. You know what I mean? Like it was just genius, (laughs) genius. Man, you going know?
0: back to episode six... Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, we got to give that pop.
0: So, so, I thought... I, I'm not going to lie to you. Before we even got into it, I mean, the show was already really good uh, as far yeah. as where we were. And I thought, man, this is going to be really hard to... Either this is going to be really good or really hard to follow. Because yeah. just the way... Just the way you have to explain that... um the the back and forth and her taking the place and him she, her yeah. living it and all these things man it it looked visually was Nostalgia.
1: Amazing. What what did I mean? There's so many elements of this show like oh nostalgia pills. And then like even when they threw in the elephant, that was so great. Because everyone was like elephants have the best memory. They like scientifically proven have the yeah. best memory because they use more percentage of their brain towards memory synapses than any other being on the planet. And they're filtering the memories through the elephant through, through the through, through the elephant. You know, elephant like, bro, that is amazing. Genius. genius. That is so, amazing. But, but yeah, so she's taking these nostalgia pills and that's what you're coming up with. It's like just that little tidbit. And, then and you already and know. That, like, wait, oh, and the
0: thing is, is this like how well, you've seen it already. She was not supposed to take all those at the same no. time. <laughs> and, that, and that makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? You
1: already did like, like you felt it with them. Again, these are not things that need to be explained to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it's obvious. It's like, I don't think you're supposed right, to take yeah. like, a boatload of memories. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and let alone,
0: yeah. let alone somebody else's memories. That roller coaster was amazing. It was a that was a yeah, fun episode, man. Great. That was a fun, yeah. fun, fun. The, the format episode.
1: the format was fun. The format was fun. The yep. story is deep, and that's what I love. Yeah. Like, you take six and eight, and even you take the looking glass. I gotta keep reading it. It's a great episode too because no, it mainly focuses on him. Yeah, it tells his individual story in the looking glass episode in a basic, the usual format. Flashback at the beginning. Now you know his trauma. Who he is more in better detail. And then you follow his of current events of what's happening in the story. And right. but with a you know, with a better understanding of who he is as a person, um, and how he's been affected and why he's a conspiracy theory guy and all this stuff. And it's cool because he ends up he's basically the Rorschach in a in the sense that he's the guy that gives you the everyday person's perspective yeah. better. Because Rorschach was such a hardcore hero
0: and such a hardcore person he he apparently didn't see any wrong like you know I mean he saw too much wrong on people like that exactly he was just straight like a bull yeah
1: exactly well it's almost like batman you know he's the human when you talk about the justice thing and stuff like that you still only relate to his perspective it's hard to relate to batman because he's a badass he's a genius he's a billionaire he's you know he's not an everyday guy rorschach the same thing he is such a badass so hardcore you completely relate to his perspective but it's hard to relate to him because you just it's hard to see yourself as him with looking glass it's like he's an everyday guy He's a blue collar, everyday guy. Uh, You know, he doesn't really, you know, his superpower isn't a superpower. It's uh, basically Mm -hmm. he learned um, that mirrors block the reflection of these rays. So what he does is really he's like a therapist. So he is an extremely intelligent person. That's for sure. But outside of that, he doesn't have any powers. He just covers his face with reflective mirroring to block any psychic waves from any future attack of, uh, of these squid beings. Right. So you get that and then that's a basic format but it does a great job of giving you insight of this character. Now in episode 6 we get insight of the grandfather which is very important but more important is insight to the story story. Of of the villains and, and and everything that is unfolding and what created the Watchmen, which when you've seen the film and you've read the comic books is genius because there's a whole lot of sexuality and, mm-hmm. and vulgarity and all of that, and that and that's where it starts, you know what I mean, because of the relationship between him and the other guy who started. But, you know, everything, and and it's history. We're not getting political or anything like that. History is history. There was, you know, a a time where things were very, very, you know, racist. And that was during that time, during this growth. And it makes sense that a a hero in that time era, to be effective, unfortunately, would sadly have to, you know, fake, you know, and, and pretend uh, uh, his to race, be somebody you know, else right to be somebody else which shows the great sacrifice you know that it's, it's just ongoing and that's the sacrifice of a hero it's not about you it's about the movement or it's about the symbol or it's about the you know whatever you feel builds a hero so it gets into that and this everything bringing up showing the story of the main you know organization that is the villain of, of the series or is it cyclops or yeah, cyclops right the cyclops yeah cyclops um so you have all this stuff. And then and then I love how it details how then he hangs Don Johnson, even though he's like an elderly man a witcher because he used their technology. So as you're seeing it, you're right away like, oh man, this is pretty smart. And and, and you're just seeing it all unfolding. But then more importantly, it's already preparing you for episode seven, her backstory. Yep. How that backstory affects her backstory because if his son had it been traumatized and hated all that, he would have moved to Vietnam where then sues all of her trauma. And then if she wasn't traumatized, her Dr. Manhattan wouldn't have been a thing. So it's this domino effect. You know what I mean? This butterfly effect that is before Dr. Manhattan because the earliest in her life Dr. Manhattan appears is with her grandfather, uh you know in 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 the past in new york 10 years ago when they first meet so it's it's you know it's so well done in that perspective but then same thing again with like episode eight the formatting is just genius you're going back and forth you're putting her in place of him you know every once in a while to remind you she's living this um memory but leaves you enough to know that it's his memory Without, you know, confusing it. Again, every once in a while, they flash back to the Tulsa thing. I mean, it's just a, a that a That Tulsa
0: thing Tulsa. was also genius, man. Like Yeah, the y- opening, using, opening
1: I mean, scene. Opening scene. And what a great way to get you know, people talking about a, a dark thing, in, you know, in American history. So in history again, yeah. you, you don't want history to repeat itself. So it's is, it is, it is an important thing to know history. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, what affiliation or whatever, what, you know, it, it's always good to know things, mistakes that people have made. It's not good to rewrite history and pretend things didn't happen. Even right. if great people did it, you know, it, it's smart to know history. So again, you don't repeat it. And that really happened you know and no is one is crazy. i've never seen a movie about this i've never seen anything and then yeah. when everyone started researching because of course the trolls are out there talking garbage oh, uh, and right away people were like hold your roll that really happened
0: <laughs> so so funny thing is i i am a big history buff um mm. and the, the funny thing man i before obviously before before this show came out I um uh, I I had uh researched this uh years ago what years years ago okay, um the attack on black, I even, the attack on I black even on black Wall Street. I even saw uh um uh, I've seen a lot of YouTube um videos on it I've you know seen it. I I've read a lot of things on it um and I can tell you one thing and and I'm not I'm not there's no again this is not about right or uh I mean it is about right or wrong but it's not about yeah. your affiliations or anything yeah it's not about but, politics or anything. But the the truth of it is that like I myself was at that moment I wanted to do something with this man and I I've never brought yeah. it up to you guys because um it's just like one of those things that it was such a dark moment in history that you yeah. are like somebody needs to hear this yeah like somebody well, you're, needs you're, to you're, know about yeah. this because it's not out there like it really wasn't not out there it took yeah. like it. I my research took me a while. I'm sure now things are more going to more uh reveal themselves now. Yeah. But when I was doing things on this and I love history, uh it was hard for me to find things on it, man. Yeah. So I'm glad that it's actually um able to come out through through a show and mm-hmm. people can go back and just do their own research now and and yeah. hopefully more we'll get more about, you know, the history of
1: it. Yeah. He's I mean. here, hard with the, and that's where. Watchmen, again, these creators, these writers are genius. Is There's a lot of things like that. A lot of little, I mean, just one example, you know, there's the, the elephant uh, that they killed in that town. And, you know, there's, there's you yeah. know, I'm not getting which, too which, much details because yeah. it's something we might want to work with. But it, it, there's, it, no, there's but little stories true. like that. Yeah. No, but, but hey, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, the, the point is there's little stories like that that it's like they're great little stories, and then when you want it, like, how do you turn this into something? Like the best you could do is a documentary, and documentaries, yeah. sorry, seven out of ten times, tend to be boring. Right, me, because of the way the format is like, so how do you use this? And that's what Watchmen did. They took something and they figured out a way to use it so they could tell that story, but make it part of a broader story, right, and catch your and pique your interest. In something. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what was genius. So like little stories like that. I mean, unfortunately, you're probably going to start seeing a lot of this now. Because oh, everyone yeah. does that. Everyone, when they find something, a, a little niche, they jump on it. Like, oh, this is a great way to do it. Everywhere, now. Probably with the next couple years. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of little history stories come out in ways like this. But that's what they did. They, they, they broke the code on that of taking something that normally would not get its own documentary or whatever mm-hmm. because it's not easy to do and they put it in a way that like you said now there probably will be a documentary in yep. the next year or so and it's going to get a lot of pop because now people know about it and want to know about it so they yep. piqued the interest and left it out there Ended up it'll bring up you know more stuff but again it was just like a genius way that they did that and, and it really was and the way they again presented it the you know the cinematography the music yep. the 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 color uh, you know the action and the way they tied it as a key element in the main story and really Dr Manhattan and actually Regina King's character you know uh um Avar. Sister Knight, uh, sister what is it, sister night Sister, sister night yeah, yeah Sister night yeah, Avar there we go uh she's the main character but the main element is you know, Hooded Justice. Hoodie, it's really, yeah. at, at least for season one. Season two, I feel is going to get more into, um, how do you pronounce his name? You know, the Egyptian guy, the, the um, what's his name? Uh, Jer- Jeremy Irons uh, character. Uh, it's, it's it's definitely, I think he will be the more focal point of it because he started to be at the end of the season with, you know, Lady True. Uh, we already know Owl Man's out there. So I completely feel that they're going to dive into him ending up in prison with Owl Man. Uh, since they're arresting him, yeah. At the at the at the end of the season. So
0: that's what I that's what I want to get into. It's yeah. it's your your theories on this It's pretty much what we oh. we need to like jump into now, because yeah. I, I think you have a, a really good which I you know I was thinking about it when you were saying I was like I thought some of the things but some of the things that you said are actually pretty genius and if they go that route that would be uh, yeah. that would be amazing.
1: So yeah, let's do a little bit of theory talk. Uh, aside from. Uh, to get into theories and the first thing to do is note that how many great side stories that you were able to theorize while you're we watching out through the season as to where Jeremy Iron's character was that whole thing ends up being you know a, a world that dr. Manhattan created in Europa you know what I mean like because you're yeah. like is he in heaven is he in purgatory and you knew somehow dr. Manhattan put him there the last thing you thought was that it was a reward because he was treating right. it like a punishment but why because he got sick of that you know and I yeah. love that they hinted at that with, uh, this guy is such a narcissist Yes, and such a genius. Where he even says it, takes one to know one when he's uh, uh, fighting his daughter at the end. Uh, that's what he says it. And, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, I agree with that. That is one of the most genius statements in this the show. Line, the
0: line that he said.
1: Yeah, because saying, Dr. Manhattan didn't ask to be Dr. Manhattan. Right. But like he said, anybody who thinks that they can and should be a God yeah. must be stopped at all causes yeah. for being God because that is a level of vanity and narcissism that's unapproachable. And then when she says, how do you know? He's like, take someone to know one because yeah. he knows that I can't have this fucking powers <laughs> because I would be fucking ruthless. And he proved yeah. it. Cause that's why he hated that world. And then even when he puts that guy to sleep, that guy's dying, and he's like, "Was I a worthy adversary?" No, like no. Tony, like This dad's dying. The last thing he hears before he dies is like, "No, your life is shit. You're worth <laughs> you know, you suck. You're worthy. You sorry for again. Sorry for profanity." Which yeah, man, I, mean, I
0: couldn't yeah. believe that was this guy, bro. Oh um, uh, yeah, from uh, Tom. Tom, Tom Missant from. um uh, Sleepy, uh, Hollow. Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow, and he's uh. great.
1: He's great because he plays so many different versions of himself. I mean, he's he's fantastic. He's he, great. Is, he is. Yeah. And Jerry Sorry. Irons is fantastic. And just like again, with the Easter eggs. We're going to go into theories in a second. Again, with the Easter eggs, when, when you realize it, when he was getting sprayed with gold,
0: right? They're like, wait yeah. a
1: minute. That statue was actually That's, him.
0: Yeah, that was him the whole time. <laughs> that statue was That him. was
1: crazy. You're like, wait a minute. That statue was actually him. She has him on ice. So she's ready to freeze, unfreeze him for the moment <laughs> of uh, of all of this. Like, it just goes to show her vanity. I mean, it's crazy. And she ended up being the worst villain. Like, here you are thinking she's helping. Yeah, she no. was worse than Cyclops. She was worse than that. Like she actually had the plot, and again, you know, built on you know uh, the 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 road to a uh, sin is built on good intentions. Yeah. You know, But for her, it wasn't intentions; it was excuses. Those were her excuses for becoming uh, a Doctor Manhattan. But so theories. And speaking of Doctor Manhattan, I, and I know that's the one you want to get into because it's my, oh, yeah. my biggest theory. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, so we know, and I know you knew it once. Once the grandfather said, and the whole audience, I'm sure knew this, and probably a lot of people are going to share my. Uh, you know, might theory. And then we'll go into some of the other micro theories. But once he said, it's, it takes, a, you'd have to break a couple eggs uh, to make an omelet. Yeah. And we already knew what she meant because we already flashback episode eight genius. Mm-hmm. And when she said, so you could put your powers into this egg, you know, yep. you could create whatever. And they had that whole conversation about how he could pass his powers to someone else. And for a moment, I thought he was gonna pass the powers through the goop. That was once was the senator, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And she yeah. was gonna
1: have to eat that goop because you know the show, you know, it's HBO and it's Watchmen. Like they might make her eat blood and stuff, you know, just to become a Doctor Manhattan. But he used that actually to teleport. Um, the other here is Looking Glass, and um, yeah, I forget, I forget her Looking name. Looking
0: Glass the and Ozma,
1: Yeah, Ozmaandius yeah, and uh, uh, what's her name? Um, what is it? Uh, something Jane, like, Jane, the,
0: yeah, Jane. the Wonder Woman. Yeah, the Wonder
1: Woman of the Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, he trans- teleports them. So we're like, oh, man. But then when you get that clue, like, okay, he did do it. And he did it. And you knew it right away. Is like when he was making the breakfast in the kitchen. Yeah. And it goes back again. It was a two-parter. He says, it's important you see me on the pool like this. For that episode itself, episode eight, you knew that meant because you're about to see me get vaporized and teleported. And it's more important you see me like this. Yep. You know? You know, glowing, happy, you know what I mean? In the moment. But then it also leads to what ends up happening at the end of her attempting to walk on water. After eating the egg. Yeah. So, and I love that they left it there. Like, hey, it's up to your imagination. Again, like Inception, the spinning of the dreidel. It kind of wobbles a bit and then they cut out. Like, ah, what do you want it to be? So, again, if they don't do another season, I'm good with that. Of course. But my personal theory is that she might be able to walk on water or maybe not because it's going to come back later. And what I mean by that is she was shot on the white night and supposedly cannot bear children because of the bullet went through, you know, her ovaries and reproductive system. But one of Dr. Manhattan's powers he can create, uh, therefore he can heal is the consuming of that egg will heal her and she will be pregnant with a baby. Dr. Manhattan. Oof. And I already get into this because they keyed in on a moment. She still has the inhibitor.
0: Yes, she does.
1: So therefore, if she has to put that inhibitor into her womb or after the child's born, if she makes it that far, because I guess she'll have control of the powers more or less while she's pregnant. Um, that child will get to grow with an inhibitor. So they don't have to focus too much on the kid as a character so later in the seasons, they do time jumps or whatever. They could have a moment like what happened with him where as a reflex, he uses a power he doesn't know about to save his life or her life or one of his brothers, sisters, you know, the adopted uh, children's lives. Um, so they could have a moment like that. And then, oh, wait, what does this mean? How did this happen? Because he'll grow up with the inhibitor, which is a beautiful thing compared to Manhattan because the memories will never be blocked. So when he removes yeah. the inhibitor, he continues being who he was just now with a better understanding of what a doctor manhattan is because a, there's no way a child can be a doctor manhattan no, that's the end of no, the world no, that's i mean that's yeah, the end of existence <laughs> yeah that's it that's the end of existence oh yeah it, it, star trek has done episodes of this and i mean it was twilight zone i mean it would be complete catastrophe so it makes sense for them to have that now would it be a main thing right away i kind of will they might do that it doesn't work oh well the egg was nothing and then four episodes later come back to it they might do that or they might dive. I don't know. That's the beauty of it. These writers are genius. And I I actually have faith to see what they're going to do because they did great episodes one through nine of season one with no issues. And I feel like they have a game plan. I don't feel they just had one season in the bag and now they're just going to make it up as they go. I I feel they have a a strong game plan for the series because they really went after it. Um, So
0: it's a big scale. So, so that, uh, that theory was, it's mind blowing. And I, Man, yeah. to to watch something like that, that's perfect, yeah. man. Like that would be like, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg. Once again, like like I think I think that would be a genius way of doing it, man. And I, I really hope that they they uh they continue this. Again, I want more. Like you said, yeah. I, I want more. I definitely want more. But I did read uh recently that the uh, actual director for the HBO series probably will not be taking p- uh, place uh, part of the new seasons if they do uh, end up doing something with it, which that's unfortunate in yeah. my point of view. Nah,
1: I, 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 they have to. I mean, I don't think... Um, why, is there rumor that they might anthology this series? Yeah,
0: so there's rumors uh, that he just might not take place as the director for the next... Um, uh, for If oh, they so actually I, do a, a season two.
1: Yeah. So, it was, so it's, in other words, they're not an anthology. They're going to continue the story, but we're going to change the. Uh, but he might lineup not be, of, he, yeah. of
0: directors. Uh,
1: yeah, which I, that's a little. I hope uh... That's going to be hard because I I don't know what I mean. There's other great directors out there. Most of them in film, uh, actually, um, but that would be able to give us such unique. Storytelling because now I'm looking for that. Like, I need you know, like, Mr. Robot does that. It, it, it does another series, a great series that does that. There's episodes where, as a standalone episode, is super creative and, and mind blowing. I mean, you did see the season with the um, with the the yeah, you did see that that season of Mr. Robot with the Alf and all that, and yeah, uh, the, the TV sitcoms. And that was a very unique way, uh, again, of telling a, a deeper story. Um, very different from Watchmen did, obviously, but that's the point, unique. And so now I'll be looking for that in season two to get at least two episodes, hopefully, that do the same thing. Tell me the story in a very different way because right. uh, that's what I'm going to be hoping for because that's what season one did. So changing directors at the helm, I hope they pay him what they got to pay him. And, uh, yeah,
0: he's, a, he's and actually a creator of this, obviously, of this, yeah, obviously, exactly. of, of so this thing. So I, I really hope that as uh, – I mean, Money Talks. Money Talks yeah. and HBO – can do it they can pull it off they can they can work something out and i really hope to see it again like i really hope to see him take part of it like no and i and i gotta tell you
1: yaya as dr manhattan i I, I gotta definitely just bring this up because it's something we've talked about that guy could play a vulcan on star trek with no problem I whatsoever. I mean, he did <laughs> such a great job and here, i'm gonna tell you this guy's gonna blow i mean he's already blowing up which again is like i i wasn't surprised but i was surprised uh you know obviously with the whole dr manhattan thing and, and he was surprised he didn't no, uh, from what I saw, I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, he had said that. He got casted just to play her her, her husband, um, yeah. and but he knew it's HBO, and even a part like that can turn into a huge deal, the way these directors and these writers, and they go for it, and so who knows what yeah. will come of it, and then halfway through filming, he gets brought to the side and like, yeah, so you're going to be Dr. Manhattan. And um, I hope you have no issues with nudity, because like uh, mm. you can't say no now, <laughs> you yeah, know. So like, they, you're much. gonna, have, you know, you gotta do it, because we're gonna stay true to the comic books and to the film. Uh, Doctor Manhattan goes in the buff a lot. Mm. And, um, he's the, which they even made the joke on uh, um, uh, in that moment when he was with uh, with the Egyptian. Uh, what he talks about, you know, he goes, "Only uh, you would come in in your birthday suit." <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> have the audacity yeah. or whatever to come in your birthday suit. And he's like, "Oh, would you like me to change it?" Yes, please. Suit. <laughs> like, <in> <laughs> like so, he 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 didn't even know and it blew his mind, but I think he was obviously now after seeing this extremely underused as a black manta in, <laughs> in Aquaman uh so that's just like nah. <laughs> they, they, they they really dropped the ball um, and I'm really looking forward to Candyman now because I love that's one of my oh, favorite yeah. all time horror movies is candyman, and oh, yeah. you know the original candyman is for me forever candyman so once they like they're recasting whatever I'm like uh but now. I'm looking forward to it because this guy can act. This guy, yeah, is, he's, Yaya, he's good, is a man. performer. He's good. He is a performer.
0: So I'm looking forward to it.
1: Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it, it, it's a great series. This is a great and the, series. And then
0: the star, man, uh, like just to to throw it out there, obviously, but because there's not much you can say about her, but R- Regina, Regina Regina King, King man, she's she's really she's good, genius. like. She's because great. the show like you know obviously it's not all it's not about her but she yeah. did a lot like for the series like yeah her her story like her her character she's, she she's the it focal very point well.
1: yeah she's the common denominator in all the yeah. stories she's yeah. you know uh, the true uh, um sorry a uh, hoodie justice granddaughter she's right. dr manhattan's wife uh, she's yeah. the lead detective so she she's not the main character that's not the way they tell the story but she is definitely the focal point because she yeah. is the common denominator between all the stories and you know with that being said i mean they picked a great great actress yes. and I, I think about it she had not every movie she's been in has been great but right. she has been great in every movie or even show that I've seen her in. She always has always done a good job. I mean, remember Jerry Maguire? Like, it's almost hard to think, you know, Kobe Goody Jr. was higher than life. when I mean, he got the Oscar for it. Right. And Jerry Maguire. Yet, she completely matched him. <laughs> yeah, she You know? Did. And his, she did. When, when she's kicking Aries Spears in the face because he was talking about, I told you, he's too small to play in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, no, And she's like, you know, kicking him in the face and punch. I mean, but it just, like, she, her reactions. And then you think back to, like, man, she's a little sister from Friday. <laughs> you know what I mean
0: like, yeah. like, yeah. like how did, That's right? man
1: she blew up <laughs> you know what I mean like wow and I'm just I think that this show has really captured and again these are all actors that are already blowing up already doing well but you know that their phones are ringing off the hook now and she oh, yeah. is definitely you know one of them because even the guy who plays Looking Glass I've never taken him seriously Really, in anything else, and like, he's a good actor, and he's he's good in other things. And he's been in a lot of things, like he's been in a lot of things too. It, like- it, it does, but I actually saw him very differently than the way I normally see him yeah. as any character. You know, yeah. like it just so well done. I mean, everything about it. I mean, Don Johnson lost him early, and I mean they they promoted the crap out of him again. Huh. Why? So you are surprised when they kill him right away. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, but just everything about that series, and I am really looking for, and they a lot of things. Leading up to what season two is gonna be about, who was the guy in that silver costume that escaped for her. I'm pretty sure that's the assistant to the to the FBI director, or uh, you know, what's her name again? Um the Wonder Woman from Watchmen. Blake, 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 <laughs> Blake, Blake. Uh I'm pretty sure Agent it's gonna be him. Uh on top of that, we're gonna see what's gonna happen with the egg thing, what that's gonna lead up to. Oh, um yeah. Lady True's mother slash daughter is still alive and she is a pretty wicked person from that little flashback we got when she inseminated herself to create her daughter so what's that going to lead up to because obviously she's inheriting all that money and maybe this woman cloned herself lady true cloned herself and she's been taking her memories uh saving her memories as well so she can recreate herself i mean there's a lot that they have to build moving forward what's going to happen in europa are those people just like I mean, their
0: life is to uh, yeah. serve, gonna, and now they have no they one to serve. Are going to be serve. able to create something and come to Earth? Like, what? What's I,
1: happening? Who knows? But they need to serve, and they have no one to serve now. So they're over there losing their mind. And you know what? That's, a, again, because what a great episode. To go back to that, even that was a small story in yeah. episode 8 that was great was the creation of Europa, how that came from his childhood. Yep. Back Those when people. he was the Watchmaker's yep. son. It, and, and beautiful again, another beautiful story. You know, that these people, you know, with, with this kid and, you know, normally you're expecting, oh, no, here we go. They caught, you know, he caught them, you know, in, in, the, in the middle of having sex and this is going to yeah. be a thing and they're going to be mean people. And they were really nice people and good people. And that's why, you know, he based his creation on them. And then he, and then he actually took the home as opposed to created a home. He actually yep. took the home over there, teleported little things like that. And that's that's what I love about the show as, as a whole. It's a great series. All the little things are incredible. All the little Easter eggs that had—the pirate flag was another moment they showed. They—I mean, just like every little thing they do, you know—you know—it's it's fan service. It is creative writing, you know, cr- creative dialogue, creative cinematography, great music. I mean, just everything about this show is on point. And I, again, it's—it's it's definitely quickly, uh, and one season has become one of my favorite shows. Uh, I put it up there with Rome. Uh, you know, that, that yeah, it's, a, it's up, up there for me as great. well, man. It's yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's up fantastic, there. fantastic, and uh, I hope uh, everyone listening, you know, agrees. Uh, Instagram us, Facebook us, I mean, it, yeah.
0: or 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 disagree because you can yeah, reach or us here. We go, here yeah, we go. You it. can reach us on fanatically correct on part being Google Play, any part for your Alexa or your Echo, Spotify podcast on uh, we're on iOS. We're also on um, just um, we're on iHeart Radio for some reason. I don't know. Don't that care. Uh, <laughs> uh, and just give us a review. Review us mainly on iTunes, please. On on your um, your podcast on iTunes or or your iOS. Please give us a review there. Our website is always correct dot com. You can find us our at handle on fancorrect for Twitter, Instagram, and fanaticallycorrect on Facebook and MeWe. Uh I barely go on me but if you go on there you know you put on something i'll definitely uh contact you and uh, you can email us at contactfancore at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at always at 786-704-8404 that's 786-704-8404
1: we will not pay any long distance. A nope. No, thank you. No. Nope. So you can either teleport us a message, Dr. Manhattan yep. style, or uh, I don't know, figure something out, but we're not paying any long distance. Yep. So just, yep. just so you know, that's all on you. Not but happening. yeah, I mean, I, I I would think, especially this one, look, we're going to definitely revisit this. MSK, I, I'm positive, is going to jump on the show. Pazi's going to love it. He's going to have a perspective on it. We'll talk other episodes. Six and eight just blew our mind, but we can easily do another hour, two hours, three hours of this and uh you know just quite you know simply said i mean it's, it's just a great show there's yep. gonna be a lot to give uh, a lot to talk about so yeah message us on this uh episode specifically because when we revisit this i'm positive we're gonna revisit this at latest when the second season goes to come out but i'm sure we're gonna visit before then uh and we'll you know we'll either play that or respond to your response or replies you know what did you like what characters i mean there's so much to love about this show i think watchman is incredible series uh, and
0: uh, I this, think so too. I think so too, yeah.
1: And then, like, I uh, to remind of the nerds, City, yeah, watch the film, read the comic books, don't just jump into the series. I think it's a good enough show. Someone who's never doesn't know anything about anything that's Watchmen can easily watch episode this season and still, you know, respect and appreciate yeah. all oh, the yeah. artistic things about it with no problem. You're just going to miss out on a lot of the Easter eggs, uh, and the buildup, but they do a good enough job. Of telling this story, that you could jump in without it, it just That's to me true. won't be as fulfilling. It just won't be as fulfilling, true. you know, as a nerd, as a geek, as someone, you know, as a fan. That yep. it just be better if you have all this under your belt to enjoy it. So if you can watch the film, it is a good film. You won't regret it. One is Zack Snyder's best pieces of work, which suckered us all into watching mm. horrible pieces of work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you know, and the comic books, too is a great piece of comic book. You know, it's great writing. Obviously, inspires you know all this this style of you know, telling a story and a perspective and a, and a theme that is just a uh, genius. is another no way to put it and uh, enjoy that as a necessity. And again, apologies for Sorry. any static, any coughing, any sneezing, Sorry. uh, and, and you know, Clears any profanity, yep. um, it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, MSK will clean up when he can, if he can, uh, when, when he can, should he can. can, uh, should yeah, he can. Is, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he's only going to listen so much cause you know, he'll have the times on what's, uh, Spoiler free and what's not. So everything in the middle, no matter what, is still going to be up to, uh, you know, the, the, what happened. <laughs> and yep. It is what it is. Uh, outside of that, uh, we will at some point get you more episodes. We want to talk Mr. Robot. We want to talk Joker. We want to talk the boys. We definitely want to talk Star Wars, the theme parks, the movies, the Mandalorian. Mando! Mando! And I got to say, uh, it, spoilers, Baby Yoda. If people don't know about Baby Yoda by now, I mean, yeah. I don't know
0: how. What, what do you do like with those. your life?
1: What are you doing with your life? It's like, I don't know what, I don't know what, I, you're under a rock, like straight up you, I envy you because you are completely detached to have not had <laughs> Baby Yoda ruined for you because that, that is literally everywhere and is the the greatest thing Star Wars has come up with. So we'll see. And, uh, anything, any other shout outs, anything like that to wrap this up, yo, Pete?
0: No, no, uh, just, uh, please, please forgive us, um, and just have some patience. It's, uh, yes. you know, the holidays, man, you're here, you're having fun, you're going to be going through them, you know, it's, uh, it's a little long road, but, uh, we should get back into it, so that's about it.
1: We'll get the groove. Here's to, uh, I guess, hopefully, uh, this will air before the new year, so hopefully happy holidays, hopefully a great 2020 for everyone. And uh, lots of nerdism, uh, a lot of more things coming. Again, follow all our social medias and everything we give you the info for, and we'll keep you up to date and try to get you more content and all that good stuff. And thank you for the few of you wives, uh, nephews, relatives or just really lonely, bored people that are taking mercy on us and downloading us. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you for those we already have. And thank you for those that are now joining us. Yeah. And uh, we'll leave it at that. And uh, in case we don't get an outro, this has been Fanatically Correct. Till next time. <laughs> you, crazy <laughs> you crazy crazy. Po- <laughs> <It's> the, <laughs> the bees knees. Actually, pretty appropriate for Watchmen because, you know, they, they uh. jump into that air that for a little bit.
0: Boom, boom. Yep, and it's, it's perfect. Music. It's perfect. <laughs>
1: so on that note, uh, Omega saying peace. Yo, peace. Peter's. And there you have it, folks. This has been Fanatically
0: Correct. Until next time, you crazy kids. Signing off.